thoughts on becoming self-actualized. So recently a reader emailed me citing a few examples of people who abruptly changed their lives. They started exercising, they built better habits, studied hard and got good grades, moved up in their careers, basically turning themselves into successful people seemingly overnight. And he wanted to try to understand why this happens and ask how someone might attempt a similar transformation. Now, I've witnessed this kind of personality change in others several times before, so I think the phenomenon that he's discussing is real. A number of friends I know suddenly became much more motivated, conscientious, organized, and ambitious, often translating into better life outcomes for themselves. It's also something I've personally experienced. So when I was around 15, I changed my diet, I started waking up early, I exercised regularly, I started reading lots of books and trying various ways to be more productive. And while the transition took place over a couple of years rather than a singular moment, it still was a fairly abrupt directional change in my personality, and that's sort of culminated in who I am today. So assuming for a second that my introspective self-report and these anecdotal observations are accurate, I think the reader's question is important and merits further discussion. Why do people sometimes abruptly become better versions of themselves? Perhaps more importantly, why does it so often seem to fail? Discovering self-actualization. So for lack of a better term, I call this kind of transformation discovering self-actualization. Now that sounds kind of vague, but it's the best way I can describe the experience. And if you're allergic to self-help jargon, perhaps another way of describing it might be becoming an adult or getting your act together. In my case, I think the changes were triggered by a fundamental restructuring of my belief system. Namely, I began to believe that there was considerably more room for autonomy in making decisions over my life, and that if I chose wisely, those decisions could make a big difference in where my life ended up. Now for me, wanting to start my own business was also a significant trigger. Something about the intrinsic appeal of being my own boss and having complete financial independence, combined with the inherent difficulty in actually succeeding at that goal, acted as a catalyst. I've known quite a few people who have discovered self-actualization in the context of a professional ambition. For other people, the trigger was something more concrete. They read a particular book that changed their worldview, so getting things done or seven habits of highly effective people were common ones for many people. They encountered a new-to-them religion or philosophy or spirituality practice, so mindfulness meditation seems to be another common trigger for people. But even if the exact cause is idiosyncratic, I see a few common features in this kind of change. First, there's a belief that there are lives better than the one we're currently living. The central premise is that there's a broad array of possible futures, and many of them are better than the default. This seems to hold even in philosophical views that reject most kinds of ambition. So for instance, if you're interested in mindfulness meditation, they often spurn the idea that career ambitions should be central to your life. But Many of the people who follow this practice still believe that mindfulness will let them experience a better quality of life, even if it's not ambition in the regular sense. Second, there's a sudden pervasive increase in self-efficacy. So while Albert Bandura's original concept was decidedly more granular, there do appear to be some moments where you become more confident in succeeding at a broader range of actions. There's also increased valuation of delaying gratification and resisting impulses. The willingness to work hard, do things that make you feel uncomfortable, and resist your immediate habits and impulses is also at work. Over a relatively short period, someone who might have struggled with sticking to an exercise program is suddenly taking on dozens of high-effort challenges. Finally, there's often an overzealous application of these changes. 
People who experience a major paradigm shift are often overly optimistic about the value of alternate versions of their life or overly confident about their ability to execute and overly focused on self-improvement over momentary gratification. The Skeptic's Critique Of course, I'm far from the first person to notice this phenomenon. A lot of self-help gurus have built their entire marketing empires around selling people transformative life change. Tony Robbins in particular springs to mind as someone who makes a big deal about these kinds of moments. Now, the skeptic would argue that these kinds of changes don't typically last. Hype fades, and while getting excited about something is easy, we rarely change our personality or behavior permanently. And you know what? I tend to agree with the skeptic most of the time. I suspect that most people experience one or maybe two of these shifts in their entire lives. Many people maybe never experience it at all. Change, instead, is generally gradual and directionless. Sometimes we get a bit better in shape, sometimes we let ourselves go. Most bursts of self-improvement revert to the mean. However, given the significance of these dramatic shifts, we shouldn't round their probability down to zero. Experiencing such a moment once or twice in your life might make up for dozens of other fizzled attempts at bettering yourself. Why does it happen, and why does it fail? So, my speculative theory of these kinds of personal transformations is, first, there's a temporary change in your optimism, confidence, or valuing of putting in hard work. And this kind of momentary effect can come from reading a self-help book, or having a role model who inspires you to work at something, or just having a private epiphany. Second, the environment creates a self-sustaining feedback loop. So the easiest way to see this would be a kind of positive feedback loop of setting a goal, achieving it, and then suddenly biasing your other estimates of self-efficacy or confidence upward. Third, once the initial feedback loop wears off, you're already in a sufficiently different position in your life so that your habits and material circumstances have shifted to a new equilibrium, and now you maintain it. So under this theory, most self-improvement efforts fizzle because the momentary burst of enthusiasm doesn't generate a self-sustaining feedback loop. And so the equilibrium you reach is only partially stable. Eventually, you decay back to the person you were before because there's a lot of gravity pulling you back that way. So even when this kind of transformative change occurs, I think there's probably limits on how far it can go. People's beliefs about their malleability vary wildly around the true figure. Some people suddenly become incredibly optimistic about their ability to become popular, successful, smart, enlightened, or what have you, as well as the converse, where people adopt a really fixed and rigid view of themselves and believe change is impossible. Now, the transformations I've witnessed in other people also tend to involve modestly unrealistic beliefs. So this raises an interesting question of whether some amount of self-delusion helps in crossing over to a new equilibrium, even if it's ultimately unsustainable. Were that true, though much maligned by skeptics, a small break from reality may actually be key. A true sober assessment of one's possibilities may not be enough to encourage the transitory change in your beliefs to shift over to that new equilibrium. At the same time, it also seems clear that most changes are not of this magnitude. Discovering that you can actually take charge of your life is probably something you can really only do once or twice. Once that's firmly established in your beliefs, further adjustments are probably minor in comparison, so tweaks to your habits, skills, or overall life perspective. Since the world is flush with people pitching and persuading others to adopt a self-actualization belief mindset, even if it is partly delusional, a related question is why such transformations are relatively rare. 
My suspicion is that they're harder to sustain because while it's easy to find sources of inspiration, it's much harder to locate the positive feedback loops that will keep that motivation going. Can you trigger a change in yourself? So given that many of us would like to have sudden positive shifts in the direction of our lives, is there anything we can do to facilitate this kind of transition? Well, here, I'm not really sure. While I've witnessed it many times, the change itself is almost always a byproduct of something else rather than the person actively seeking it out. However, I do think there are a few generic ingredients that make such a change more likely. First, success with self-set ambitions. Self-efficacy seems to be a crucial motivational component here. It's not enough to know that a building a business, learning a language, or getting in shape is possible. You have to believe you could do it. While achieving one thing doesn't necessarily translate to across-the-board motivation, having more success is likely to encourage increased self-efficacy. Second, reading a lot of books with inspiring but credible messages. So if modest self-delusion plays a role in initiating these transitions, the temporary boost you get from reading motivational material might increase your chances of hitting on an inflection point. But inspiration also fails if you don't believe it. Hence, finding optimistic sources that seem credible to you is important, and it's more important than just picking the cheesiest self-help title on the bookshelf and hoping it'll change your life. Third, finding challenging, worthwhile goals. At least in my own case, I felt like the desire to start a business was a catalyst. The combination of an attractive goal and knowing that I wouldn't succeed unless I worked really hard seemed vital. Finally, just more randomness. A final catalyst is having experiences that take you outside of your comfort zone. The idea here is that greater variability in your day-to-day -day experience increases the likelihood of just stumbling upon a positive feedback loop that alters the course of your life. So, in the end, I'm not entirely sure why some people become obsessed with personal productivity, mindfulness meditation, exercising daily, building a business, or becoming a straight-A student. I don't know why the direction of their life seems to pivot abruptly after a particular experience. But I agree with the reader who emailed me that even if such transitions are rare, they seem important and poorly understood. Thanks for listening to this episode. More episodes like this can be found by searching for Scott Young Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and on most other podcasting apps available on your smartphone. If you've enjoyed this episode, please consider rating my show as it helps other people find out about it. More of my work can be found on my website at scotthyoung.com.